Dragons works. <laughs> There's been questions. I'm going to just answer it. Is so there we have a master storyteller. Okay. It's the person that is in charge of the whole story. And then everybody else that's sitting at the table is playing a character. So let's say that you're playing, I don't know, what kind of a character? Think about Lord of the Rings. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? No, I don't what care the for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just so not into things like this. <laughs> oh. You know, we're alike in so many ways. <laughs> and then in so many ways, we're not. Okay. Well, you know what? The rest of this is just something we'll talk about later. The fact that you haven't even seen Lord of the Rings is a much bigger <laughs> I, issue than I, wanting to know how to play Dungeons I and Dragons. I have no <laughs> desire to ever see it. <gasps> um, so, Harry Potter, that is a sleeping pill for me. Anytime Paige puts Harry Potter on, Sean and I fall immediately asleep. <laughs> I have no interest in that either. Wow. I know. Okay. Okay. You know, it's okay. I know okay. it's weird, right? No, 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 no. It's not weird. Not everyone is like me. It's okay. And there's movies that I don't want to see that everyone else is. How can you not watch that movie? Right. Like I've never seen Titanic. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on top of the world. So you don't know that reference. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Welcome well, you've to- never seen Titanic? <laughs> What? <laughs> Deep revelations on the show today. Uh, welcome to the Picture Imperfect mini-sode. I'm Danae. And I'm Shannon. So today we're going to hear from Therese and Be Love, Give Love on iTunes. We're going to be recapping our Smart Goals episode, which we hope you've enjoyed. Also share our thoughts on what we think this new year may have for us personally we didn't really talk too much about that right um of course we're going to talk about christmas too because that just happened and i've mm -hmm. got lots of stories i, I mean i want to talk about hosting my family and baking a pie and i want to talk about the reveal of the jeep and i also visited the care shelter i've got so much to you tell have you so many stories uh we hope to do all of this in our minnesota in about 30 minutes or less we'll see if we can do it <laughs> We might not be able to do it. We'll see. Well, technically, though, we had a shorter episode. Yeah. Uh, this last on the on the smart goals, we, mm -hmm. we were like at 40 some minutes and wow. we usually go like 90. Why are we getting so efficient? Are we running out of things to talk about? Or no. are we just getting like super efficient? We we swung the wrong way Ah. or not the wrong way, but we we you know the pendulum swing yes one extreme or another is always me yeah we started I'm here i'm there yeah we started out like oh we've been talking about pumpkin seeds for four hours <laughs> and now we're like and we're out we're not even talking about pumpkin seeds anymore <laughs> we're just like hey we're danae and shannon and we're done <laughs> and sing hope you like this show so anyhow, we're still kind of figuring out. But you know what I was realizing? What? Our mini sods are quite popular. Are they? Because mm -hmm. I think it's because they're little bite-sized uh -huh. versions. You can so, get them in on a drive in yeah. the car or just a quick like sit down at home or do the dishes or that yep. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to try to stay in that window for you and mm -hmm. then do our bulkier big topic episodes just like normal. Mm -hmm. But we have a lot to talk about today. I'm very excited. Yes, me too. So um, let's start with what we heard from you guys. We love your feedback. So Therese said, when I listen to your podcast, I feel like we're, we've hung out, even though we haven't. Is that weird? Is it weird that I'm basing that hanging out feeling on something that you taped a couple months ago? Because I'm still on the boundaries episode. 
I thought that was so fun. I love that. And that's exactly what we want the feel of this podcast to be. Nailed it. Nailed it. That is exactly what we want is to create this community where we are friends hanging out, having conversation, encouraging each other. That's awesome. I know. I was I was really excited to hear from her. We also want to read your comments and feedback on iTunes. Uh, we highly recommend you go to iTunes specifically. You can... Um, rate and subscribe and leave comments on this podcast on any format that you want. Mm -hmm. But if you go to iTunes, it's extra special because they're the big podcast guys. And that's how we're going to make it to the lists. That's right. We really want to make it onto the new and noteworthy list on iTunes. We really, really do. So will you please, (laughs) please take a minute to rate, to subscribe and to rate us and to share us, please. Please, please. Oh, iTunes, look down upon us poor small podcasters. (laughs) Okay, so we're going. You are in a rare form this morning. I know. I've had. I I like this. I like this, Danae. Cool. Yes. Um. So we're gonna read the one from. Actually, we're kind of going back to the beginning uh, Mm -hmm. of of when we first launched our podcast and just starting to read the iTunes reviews. So this one is from October eighth. A five star review from Be Love Give Love. Be Love Give Love says, finally, a place where we can feel safe enough to take off the mask that we wear so tightly and just be ourselves. I love the chemistry between Danae and Shannon. This podcast touches my heart, makes me laugh, inspires me to keep moving forward in life, challenges me at times, moves me to tears. Thank you, Danae and Shannon, for Picture Imperfect. Thank you for listening. This is exactly what we do. We do. We pick topics that we feel that we're all kind of working on. So So, what did you think of the Smart Goals episode, Shannon, as you listened to it? Did you have a good time listening to it? I did. I always, it feels kind of weird to me (laughs) to enjoy listening to our podcast as much as I do. Well, it's (laughs) like I find myself like cracking up (laughs) and... It's fun because I edit it and then you listen to it. So sometimes we'll have a conversation that doesn't even make it to the final cut. Right, that happens quite a bit. I mean, because we do have, we go on so many random trails when we're in here recording. I'll follow Sean around sometimes with my phone. I listen to my, the podcast on my phone and I'll follow him around. I'm like, listen to this. Wait, 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 wait for this (laughs) one right here because I know something's coming that he doesn't. This is when she burps. (laughs) I do cut out my burps, though, because I find them to be a little gross. And sometimes I'll tell him, now, what really happened here? (laughs) Oh, man. We need to have, like, a bloopers reel. He says that. He's like, you need a bloopers reel. I should. I should consider, when I edit, to kind of put those aside. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, (laughs) so many of you probably want to hear me belching all the time. What a great, what a great thing. Danae really does. She'll be in the middle of recording, (laughs) and she'll literally just go, bop. And then she'll just move on and she'll just yeah. keep going just and it cracks going. me up. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of fun. One of the things that happens as uh, I go back through editing, though, and I listen to a show is I'll think, oh, we should have talked about, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. And one of the ones from last episode is, you know, thinking about 2019 and possibly mm-hmm. what we think our smart goals might be or like a a word over the new year yes i thought the exact same thing okay listening to the episode actually propelled me forward in thinking about that so do you do you think that you have something that like as you're casting your mental uh space forward into 2019 
do you have a word? Because I had three last year, and I know you've had mm-hmm. you've had a word for your years that you've thought about. Do you mm-hmm. have one yet? I do. You do? I do. It's not necessarily a word I want, which is telling me it's a word I probably need. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's oh. going to be a hard one this year. Okay. Um. So last year, is my it word- sugar-free? <laughs> well. <laughs> what? Well. It's bigger than that because okay. it's a larger encompassing issue that I found in my life that I've identified that. So for anybody who is familiar with strength finders. Um, yeah, that's a um, kind of like a personality. Yeah. Not like a test, essentially. Yeah. This is yeah. what Wikipedia says. The theory, okay. the theory behind strength finders is that each individual possesses a certain number of fixed universal personal character attributes defined as talent themes and then all of those together result in an individual's tendency to develop certain skills more easily and excel in certain fields in a sustainable way while failing or not being able to sustain success or high levels of efficiency and effectiveness in other fields essentially it just kind of validates who you are exactly and so when i went through this training with Aaliyah, one of the things she said they because we had like you can buy your top five um, I did. We, I just did the top five. I didn't do the whole. Yeah. yeah. I did the thirty-four just because we went as a school. We were going through a leadership training, and it was um, important for us just as a team to understand what are our top five talents. But what are the things? So the way she explained it is, you basically excel in the top five. Um, the middle ones are the ones that, like, we really will um, use like the top 12. The top five are are the ones that we really, really excel, but we will kind of stay within the top 12. Anything past that, if I was understanding correctly, are things that you shouldn't really try to work on unless it's causing an obstacle in your life to those top 12. So um, in my top five is I really excel at like activating, starting things, strategic thinking, restorative. Those are things that are my, so anyway, influencing that sort of thing. And that's what brings me life. My like 33rd one. So this is one that you should not even worry about unless it causes an obstacle. That's pretty far down the list. Okay. Okay. You're you're li- you're not going to be shocked. Are you about to tell me you're pulling number 33 to, to try to bring it to more f- intentionality? Okay, so what is it? Because it's a huge obstacle in my life. Okay. Discipline. Discipline (laughs) is 33 on my list. Discipline closely followed by consistency. (laughs) (laughs) So you could see how that could really screw up anything that you're trying to do when you struggle with discipline. So we joke a lot about my obsession with food, which I've always had, but... It's like reached a new level. And oh, you think it's like unhealthy? Yeah, I feel oh. like it's moving in a direction where I'm eating my feelings. Like I've noticed a correlation of when I am stressed, I am eating. I've never been a stress eater. I've always just eaten mm. because I love food. I love to grocery shop. I love to cook. But I'm finding a direct correlation between especially sweets, which if you research, that gives your brain a chemical. Yes. Like that releases something that's very addictive. So... As I was, it was the last episode that we recorded, I was really went home thinking about that and how much I talk about food and just where a point I've reached in my life where I'm like, man, this is not, is this crossing over into an unhealthy place? I need to get a hold of this. Well, that kind of expanded 
well, what's the real problem? Like, what's the root? Because I can change my diet, but if I don't get to the root of why I'm doing this, well, the root of it is discipline. It's self-control. It's being able to, like, I joke with you that you're going to eat a um, a fun size candy bar and you're only going to take a bite of it. You just want a bite of it. I've got to eat like 15 of them. Like, I can't stop. So it's that, hey, you can have a cookie, but you don't have to eat the whole box. Um and then when I do it, I feel bad. Like I, my Is body mostly, physically feels yes. bad, but I emotionally beat yeah. myself up and go, come Why on, Shannon, do that? you yeah. know better than that. But that's discipline and focus is an area that I found that there are so many more things in life I could accomplish if I could hone that. So that's where, you know, the premise of that training is don't even mess with them unless they're hindering other things. And I feel they are hindering other things. So I'm going to bring those to the top of my list and intentionally work on them. Girl. I know. I I feel uh, like that would, if I did that, which I feel like I do uh, try to pull on my non-strengths like that. I actually don't even know where focus and discipline or was it focus? Focus, mind, focus, discipline, and consistency Consistency. are the bottom. I don't know where mine were. I just got the top five. So I'm really curious. Maybe I should go back and see if I can buy the rest of them and just kind of see yeah, where those can. are. You can get on the website and do that. Because we do have a lot of similarities, at least in that particular mm-hmm. area. Maybe not in Lord of the Rings versus Titanic. That's the kind of thing. We're very right. different, apparently. And I'm still reeling from that, to be honest. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I can't believe you never saw that movie. Hey, if you agree with me that <laughs> Danae not seeing Titanic is crazy, will you do me a favor and like shoot us a Which message? Which is crazier? I haven't seen Titanic or she's not a Lord of the Rings fan. Yes, I would love to know. Can we Please make a poll on Facebook about that. Let's, I'm gonna do it. Okay, I've got, I've got, I've got a little little list of things going here. So I've added poll, L O T R versus the T. <laughs> the big. Hopefully tea. we can remember what that is. We're like T. What is that? What is that? Thanksgiving, turkey, <laughs> tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I um. What I was thinking though is if I pulled those to the top of my list, which I do, right. Um, because it is required in my job. It is something where you're right. You have to be able to kind of pull on those mm-hmm. things and have discipline and figure out what that means for you because it doesn't mean discipline how someone else does it. Mm-hmm. It's discipline how Shannon does it. Right. But if you're not good at it, you're probably going to have to pattern yourself after someone who does it well without mm-hmm. unhealthily comparing yourself. And there's just a lot of emotions in that process. Absolutely. And then I was talking to a friend about this yesterday and she said, you know, Shannon, you really need to give yourself some parameters with it because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just out there. It's very abstract. Can you even achieve it? And it's I'm like, I haven't talk- even thought about that. But that's what we talked about in episode uh, five is smart goals is making them attainable and realistic. So I'm really good at that for everybody else, Danae. Okay. I am one of those people that I am really good, like in my job. I'm really good. I'm very disciplined. I'm very consistent. Because it's you have responsibilities to other people. Other people. It's yeah. in my own life. And that's I that. what I yeah. need to correct is I need to do what I do for others. Mm-hmm. I need to do for me. Or find someone that can walk with you and do that. You, yeah. you might need, instead of being that person for yourself, 
have someone fill that role and kind of look for someone that's like more of an accountability type thing. We talked about Iron Sharpens Iron in the episode. Um, Certainly, if you're thinking about doing a group like that, you could bring that and and they could help hold accountable. But you might need something that's more than just 15 minutes a month. Because if you're doing an accountability group like what we talked about, then you're only really talking about your month-long process in that 15 minutes. And that's not really... Uh, that's not necessarily going to give you I personally just talking sure. to you as a someone who knows you very well right. I think you might need something that's more of a, a weekly check-in yes. or just more focused time on on what you have going on um like a, from a counselor perspective or coach perspective where they're not really worried about reciprocating and getting something back from you but they're just giving into you right it's one of those where this of I've picked a word of the year for what at least five, five years. years, if not more. And I think I started it before we did ISI. I mm-hmm. had started a couple years before that just on my own. And then ISI took it to a whole nother level. But this one feels like one of those really overwhelming ones. Do you remember the year that I picked balance? And yes. I was really overwhelmed by balance because I am, we were talking about the pendulum swinging. I'm an extreme this way or this way, just the way I'm hardwired. And that's a strength in some areas where I'm just a go big or go home girl. I'm going to do this. But then there's other times where it really can trip me up. Um, this feels this like big. that. It yeah. feels like a big one, like, a oh, because it's going to be hard. It's, it's a, I can't take a pill to make myself quit craving sugar. I actually have to put the hard work in mm-hmm. to intentionally doing this. I, 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 ooh. I've been on a very similar journey, um, in the, in this year, uh, kind of coming along with <clears throat> changes in my job, um, and then continuing to be a mom and realizing that I have goals I want to meet. And that just means I have to, what I call grow up. I just had to really grow up and go, you know what? No one else can do this. I just have to, I have to make the time and effort. Nobody else can do it for me. And most of my life has been spent, you know, other people kind of come along and we do like a group effort and everything kind of comes to fruition. Or I have a right. partner in crime that carries the bulk of the weight and I still get to kind of have fun. And that's shifting in my life where now it's like, nope, I am now a leader. I'm a mother. I have responsibilities. And if I start to want to revert back to having fun and sitting on the couch watching TV, I'm there are certain things that just are not getting done. My word, I think, that came to me this week was mm. baseline. And I'm like, baseline? What does that mean? And it felt like um, you have to hold your baseline. Like, if you are creating a routine in your home, because you know, my three words for last year were routine and um, minimize and share, m- minimize and share. But the routine was a that's a that's a baseline that you're hitting a baseline here, and the minimizing of my home and keeping things kind of like moving through there and continuing to clean up and continuing like you maintain your baseline. So it's more of a maintain this year. It's not mm. add new things. It's not. I love. It's that. just. You have established a routine. You've established what you've seen, what it feels like to take on the responsibility. But now you need to maintain that. That's that's like the mm-hmm. goal. So it's not something where I'm introducing something very hard. Actually, maintaining is hard in and of itself. It is when you're someone that wants to revert back because it's mm-hmm. not a natural rhythm for you. It's a discipline that you've created. Well, and I have a tendency to get really excited like, oh, that worked and then just launch it and, and it's gone from my my forf- It's gone from my mind. Right. Um, another word that I think may come into play a lot is potency. 
just making sure that what I do is Ooh, potent, you know, that it's not diluted. So I think that's also part of what I've been doing is making sure I'm not saying yes to too many things that I'm the things I'm putting my hands to are, are things that are really valuable and have purpose. And that's really important. And just making sure my baseline's intact, mm -hmm. that I'm doing my job well, my family well, my mm -hmm. home well, doing my relationship with the divine well, making sure my baseline's good. And then if I'm adding something new, that it is also able to be potent and it doesn't dilute everything else. So that's kind of what yeah. I feel like I'm gonna be dealing with in 2019, but we will see because the year, the new year is like a minute away. I know. Isn't that it crazy? Is. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you as uh, someone who talks to you all the times, I will help you however I can. Thank you. I know you will. I know I can always count on you. It's and that's hard. and I and it's so important to have a relationship like that in your life that you can just be real and honest with um having someone that does not tell you what you want to hear but challenges you, calls you up to the next level. That's our friendship and it always has been and mm -hmm. I so appreciate that. I've been well, thinking I appreciate a you too. lot about that this week and just how thankful I am that I can call you when I'm having a good day, when I'm having a bad day, day when I say forget the world and I just decline the call and the next day I call back and say I just had to like I was out. I was just it was one of those I canceled days. my day and you were part of it. Don't take it personal. <laughs> exactly. And you, and your response was, "Oh yeah, I No deal." Yeah. Yeah, I, cool. I I choose not to take things personally, <laughs> man. When you start to take things personal, woo! Yeah, that's what an whole, emotional soup. It is an emotional soup. Well, it's a suck it soup. It's <laughs> okay. I heard that term <laughs> on a movie last night. You really? need to have yourself a bowl of suck it soup, and I was like, I've got to work that into something. I love that, and you just did. I did. Look at that. It just landed right in your lap. It's meant to be <laughs> a nice big hot bowl of suck it soup. <laughs> <laughs> is that in titanic no. oh okay <laughs> okay so we have just wrapped up uh christmas season and i um just real briefly before we wrap up the episode i'm really curious did you have a highlight story from this christmas season i do have a highlight i had nothing to do on christmas eve i achieved my goal i laid on the couch with my son and my dog I moved our TV. We don't have a TV in our living room. We keep it in our room. I moved my TV into my living room and Paige baked this most wonderful smelling gingerbread cookies. I don't eat gingerbread, but I love the smell of it. So I just basked in the smell of gingerbread and watched Christmas movies cuddled up on the couch the entire day with my dog and my son and had nothing to do. All the wrapping was done. All the food prep was done. And that was amazing. I told someone yesterday, I don't think I can ever go back to Aww. doing it any other way. It was so wonderful. Had my entire family over that night. The food for that was already prepped. I did nothing. Everything was done. They just showed up. It was Whoa. amazing. But yeah, our Christmas was nice. It was low key, no drama. It's kind of what you talked about, actually. Yeah. Uh, when we were talking about making memories, not misery. Yeah, it was. So it went according to plan. It went totally according to plan. My children, I was just so blessed by the fact that our kids went out and got Sean and I so many sweet, nice, very personal, like, so us gifts that we just kept looking at each other going, oh, my goodness. And what blessed me the most was watching their face, including my five-year-old son, 
so excited. It was all about mom and dad this year. Here, you, they they were like, no, we don't need to open something. And it was just a sweet time. I, this year, um, tried to prep before Christmas. I had family coming over on Christmas to our house for the first time. Yes. So, in fact, it was Thanksgiving was really similar we had we hosted on to my my parents and my grandmother on thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and then we hosted to my parents and my grandmother on on christmas day this year Mm -hmm. so christmas eve was my prep day so i'm baking and i'm making like a whole list of things that are just delicious in fact i still have flour on my boot (laughs) i refuse to take it off because it's proof (laughs) i love it (laughs) like i've never had flour on my clothes before i love this I made homemade turkey pot pie. Did the, it come out fantastic? The crust and everything. Yes, it came Miranda, out so good. Miranda, you were the inspiration. The wind beneath her wings. It's true. This. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pull a Miranda. That's right. And I, I want to make some delicious turkey pot pie. I really, really did. But I made like the dough in advance. I made the sugar cookies in advance. The, she did this all from scratch, friends. It was so, so delicious. And so, Can we talk about the sweet, sweet picture Justin posted of you baking with the baby and those are the memories Danae that I will forever cherish and be thankful that I did with my kids like they still remember those things so keep doing that with her it was so sweet so Christmas morning comes around and Justin my husband has been looking forward to this moment probably for a year Mm -hmm. and that's the moment that he reveals Iris's big Christmas present which is a remote controlled little kid car the Jeep version. This thing um, has a motor for every wheel so that we can actually drive it up hills. So wow. it has enough energy to get up the hills. We did a lot of research on this thing. Mm-hmm. He assembled it himself and has had emotional moments along the journey of building it and building up to this moment where he will look at it and he'll say, I can't believe I did it. We, we actually got it for her. <laughs> we, I actually built it. It, it works. Like I'm so excited. So we didn't know that Iris had an ear infection. Mm -hmm. And so for the whole time of Christmas, she's just feeling crummier and crummier and crummier. Oh, no, I see where this is going. In his mind, it was Iris walking out from the bedroom, coming Mm -hmm. around the corner. And there (gasps) in front of the tree is this pink Jeep with a big silver glittered bow on it. Uh And she raises her hands to heaven and says, (laughs) my Jeep. Now she's 21 sold and she doesn't even, I mean, she knows how to say Jeep now, but you know, she's, she races to it. She jumps inside of it. She presses start. She looks at dad, gives him a thumbs up and says, let's go. (laughs) This is his dream. Instead, she will not let anyone put her down because she doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Daddy comes on the corner and he says, look, Iris, it's your Jeep. And she says, no. No! His world was crushed. And fist to heaven. Why, God? Why? I'm recording the whole thing. You know, like this is going to be something we laugh about later. He was fine. He wasn't. He wasn't so crushed. I just said it's going to take her time. She's never seen one before. She's only like she's not even two years old. You know. So she now crawls into it on her own and sits in it and she moves the wheel, steering wheel back and forth. But whenever it starts, it goes. Oh, and it scares her. And she's like, no. And yeah. she'll say no. And she doesn't want it to go forward. I wonder so. if I brought James out and put him in it. 
it could ha- it could work yeah maybe we'll that will it could help yeah maybe so that was part of of that day and then uh quickly followed by my husband and i who just lost our dog mm-hmm. a few weeks ago our final mm-hmm. dog we had a pack of three we actually had a pack of four for a time um and i have been a dog owner all my life right our final dog uh, passed away and for the first time there's no dogs around and i've been looking forward to that in some ways because there's no more dog hair and there's no more dog there's there's no more other thing to take care of i can just focus on my child or my own environment and then all of a sudden um i just i don't know why i just i went to the animal control website and i (laughs) saw these pup this puppy and i thought oh no you know animal control if they're not rescued they get put to sleep and yeah i had no idea until you shared this with me i didn't even realize there was an animal control website because i always think of like humane society or a um care shelter and so just for anyone else out there listening so if the animal control picks an animal up and they go there they have a website and it's one of those things where either they are adoptable, so they're going to go to Humane Society or some type of shelter, or they're euthanized. So finish your story now that's that how, I've done my little plug. Yeah, of, that's how I understand it. And if there's been updates in legislation or something that I'm not aware of, feel free to let me know if you're a pet advocate. But from what I understand, yeah, they right. they have just a little bit of time there. But unless a third party comes and rescues them, in, in our area, it's a care shelter. It's like a third party where they will go and they'll rescue dogs and mm-hmm. then they um, put them through the whole vetting process where they do vaccinations. Uh, care sh- stands for Castaway Animals Rescue Effort. Oh, and okay. I've been there many times and I've actually supported them before. And so then when you adopt a dog, you're just kind of donating to them to keep them doing what they're doing. Right. So I had you can't go to animal control and just rescue a dog. You have to go through a third party. So for me to even ask about whether this dog was uh, going to be rescued, I had to fill out an application to own this dog. And so I st- started this process out of sheer <laughs> curiosity and then it turned into my husband and I talking about are we going to actually go through this entire thing and, and adopt this puppy and then I went to the animal control just to see who they were before they go to the care shelter and found out that it was a whole family of dogs that had been rescued and there was another sibling so then we asked about the sibling and so then we went to go visit them and we may be adopting two brother puppies <laughs> After I said I wasn't going to do it. They're so cute. There are these moments where you're like, I said I wasn't going to do it. And then you're like, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's just to change your mind. And you've told everybody. I'm not. I'm. I'm five like, years. Five, five years. years. I'm. I'm gonna five years dog free. We're and gonna go I'm five like, years. you are not gonna last five years. You are a dog person. I didn't you even last a day. Shannon. I know you can't be without animals in I your guess. house. You are the dog whisperer. I didn't realize that it was so ingrained though. Like I went to go see these puppies at the care shelter because they've been they're getting their vaccinations right now and then they can be adopted like the first week of January, which is like next week. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm holding them and they're just like melting into me. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to meet them and snuggle them. We still can say no, but we've named them. You, so, yeah, they're <laughs> yours. And they did pretty good with Iris. We're going to go back and see them on Tuesday because then they can actually be on the ground and running right. around because they can't be on the ground until they've had certain Do vaccinations. Do they have an idea of how old they are? I forgot to ask. I'm assuming they're a few months old, though. Okay. But I did see their their mom and their dad, so I kind of know about what they're going to look like as they mm-hmm. grow older and about what size they're going to be. 
And so that was, this. it's a size dog that I would want. I had a St. Bernard, a pit bull, and then I had this little mutt dog who was probably about 35 or 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can we just go a little smaller this time? And they both are smaller than my mm-hmm. than the last one. So anyway, I just was excited to, to share that with you. Can you, are, can you do the reveal of the name? Oh, or yes. do you want to wait until you? It, if everything goes according to plan, uh, one of them is Reese's because he <laughs> looks like a little peanut butter cup. And the other one is Twix. Twix? Oh, you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you changed the name. Well, we, he looks like a peanut butter blob and we thought it'd be fun to do Reese's and peanut butter. But the more I talk, the more I'm like, I don't want to call my dog peanut. I just don't. Mm, yeah, I, I need get to that. be something else. Yeah. Something not so uh, juvenile. Twix is so cute. And on a Twix Reese's bar, you, and Twix. you pop it open and it kind of has like the cookie crumble and the yeah. caramel. And when I saw this dog in person, he has like these brown streaks. Yeah, so he kind of he looks like a little Twix bar. So or, now I have to be full disclosure. I don't think this matters to anybody, but I have to say it out loud. My husband wants to name the dog Peanut Butter. So I'm hoping that by saying on the podcast, the dog's name is Twix, that I win. I just want to be very open <laughs> that I'm kind of being manipulative here. <laughs> but I can post a picture on social media. You so, should. They're so cute. Uh, and at one point in time, Iris, she reached over and just because I, I had to hold the puppies because like I couldn't put them right. down because of the whole thing. Right. And so I'm holding on to Twix and I've, I've also got Iris on my hip, on my other hip. And she grabs Twix and she just grabs him by the neck and she pulls him close and she snuggled her head in and <laughs> and and he totally just took it. He Yay. didn't. He just kind of like leaned into her. He was super sweet about it. And then she looks up and she gives this big smile and we're Aww. like, that is so sweet. So here's here's her with Twix. Oh, oh my Isn't gosh! Look sweet? at how happy she is. She just loved him. Danae, these dogs but, are so cute and they're Yorkie poos. So they're just, they're going to be just super great family dogs. And I don't know. I, I'm excited for the possibility of adopting good puppies, but we still technically haven't said a hundred percent. You have said a hundred percent. Yes. Cause I just said it on the podcast. So it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that our dogs could have puppy play dates, but I'm worried that my Ragnar is so like, he doesn't realize he's 55 pounds. He still thinks he's 10 pounds. He literally tried to leap the other day onto my bed and leaped onto my nightstand first and like head rolled off and just like plunk. He doesn't realize like he jumps on my lap and he, he is thinks huge. he's huge. He's huge. But he, but he doesn't so realize sweet. that he's that. I um, finally got his papers sent into AKC and all that and I named him. Okay, so James wanted to name him Ragnar Thor, Missouri Man, which I love. I love. But my family thinks Thor is too mainstream right now, um, that there's just too many people. And so they're like, James can still call him Ragnar Thor, Missouri Man. But on his AKC papers, he is Ragnar Saxon of Springfield. (laughs) I love it. Ho, ho, ho. It's so Saxon of Springfield. Saxon of Springfield. Hey, we just want to say thank you guys for letting us talk about just the random things in our mind. These mini-sodes are kind of just a place for us to really have more bunny trail time. Yes. uh, And reflect on the previous episode and kind of let you know about fun things that might be coming up. We're really excited about the episode that you're going to be hearing next week. Continue to give your feedback. Let me give you our website. You already know it because you've looked at the show notes and you've been like, oh, look at all the information in the show notes. Oh, you haven't done that yet? Try it out. It's fun. Um, (laughs) Our website is picture 
imperfect.show. And there at the website, you will see in the upper left-hand corner, our phone number. So if you feel like texting or calling and leaving us a voicemail, you can do that there. You can also leave comments on each of the episode show notes and we can read your comments there. And you can email us. Our email is pictureimperfectshow at gmail.com. Anything that's on your mind, we would love to hear it. Um, as much as Shannon and I claim this space is our own kind of fun place to have a show, we also know it is all about community and your stories. That's right. So always feel open and welcome to connect with us. And finally, I'll mention in the upper right-hand corner, you will see a Facebook link at our website, and that goes straight to our group. There mm-hmm. is a Picture Imperfect page on Facebook, but the group is where more people are. Um, admittedly, Shannon and I need to be in there talking more often. Yes, It's been a really crazy busy time this last part of the year. Um, one of our goals on the show is to, as we kind of get back into a rhythm uh, this year, is to kind of be there more often, starting conversations and interacting with you guys. So, But join us there if you feel like it, if you're a Facebook fan. Um, if you're not, me either, but I feel like I have to be there. Right. So until next week, have a beautifully and perfect day, everybody. Yeah, bye, friends. Bye.